Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of SideQuest Studios, this is the Simpsons Index, episode 239. Jesus Christ, just let us die. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) We'll never stop the Simpsons. Podcast till we die. I'm your host, Elliot Chernil, and joining me here as always, except when he's not his PT Calloway. Ahoy, uh, hoy. And Danny Rosewell. What's my line? <laughs> so you both forgot his name for a second there, didn't you? <laughs> uh, I'm Danny Rosewell. And thank you for joining us for the Simpsons Index. We review Simpsons like this one. <laughs> we just watched season 34, episode 15, Bartless. First released in March of 2023, it was directed by Robert Oliver, written by John Frink. You really? can't, you're not going to really? get us with that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We've already seen the episode, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late to, to win me over. <laughs> in this episode, uh, Marge and Homer dream about what it would be like to have and uh, not have Bart. Mm. Uh, except then Bart re-enters their life in that fantasy. Mm. Guys, what did we think? Well, <laughs> contemplative breathing in. This is sort of, you know, when we're spitballing about how this could have been a better episode if we'd done this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and want to do it, and no, 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 no. But I mean, yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, this is like one of those moments before you write the episode where like you've got all the right beats and you've got all the right notes. That was a perfect storyboard, and yet it was just empty like like empty writing just like it was i don't know it didn't grab me it didn't interest me it didn't catch you know it mm. wasn't simpsonsy or mm. witty or engaging yeah maybe i mean i mean am i just saying it needs a punch up I, I don't know i i feel like i feel like it had all the right parts and it just sucked bt i didn't even feel sucked it just like i don't really have any i don't i have very few notes on this one yeah, I don't, but, but uh, like uh, all the parts are there, you know, all the parts for it's got the whole storyline there. It's got the flashback. It's got the the what if thing. It's got it's got. Yeah, look, I like a bit of what if, and this character fine. growth and there's like um, looking at his the reasoning for his behavior, blah, blah, blah. They even get to do Bart meets the Simpsons. How mm. meta is that? <laughs> that in lies my biggest problem with the episode. We don't spend long enough without Bart in their lives. It's just, here's what all the main family members are up to and Skinner mm. as well, I guess. And then Bart enters the story like yeah. n- not even halfway through this second Overturning act. Overturning chaos straight away. If we're suddenly imagining a world without Zinc... Is yeah. it, aren't we supposed to discover then that their lives are unfulfilled? Mm. That they're missing some quality of chaos? Yeah, chaos. yeah that's the thing. You wake up, it's still asking for Zinc to come back. You don't get a glimpse of what... It was just a montage of how great life was. Look at our mansion and our dancing sex in the shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Because I couldn't quite read it. The second act opened up with like the running writing and I couldn't quite read it. Did it say a Bartless montage? Yes. Yeah, that's all it was. And the episode mansion, called... Mansion. Mansion. A Bartless mm-hmm. Mansion? I think so. Mm. Well, I mean, it felt like a montage anyway. Oh, yeah, and yeah. When the episode's called Bartless, I feel like it does set up that expectation to see less Bart. Yeah, look, that's, what's, that's what it's And there this for. was Bart by the bowlful. Like... We got plenty of it. And, uh... and they set up Marge is a successful chief surgeon in the veterinarian surgeon, blah, blah, mm. blah. And she goes through and she races around saving animals. Plam, plam, plam. 
But everyone around her is ridiculously, stupidly sex-obsessed. Yeah. Well, I get that's riffing on, you They're know. riffing, yeah. But that's not making a, vi- a point that Marge's life is missing something that Bard is... Yeah, her resolution was pretty bad. What the fuck is going bad. on there? Uh, I mean, because... All right. No, obviously, they're going for like a Grey's Anatomy kind of thing. Yeah, where, yeah. I, and I, I like that. But her resolution is... She goes to work and she's already annoyed that no one takes their job seriously and is all gossipy and bullshit. Then, then her solution is to yell at them by saying Bart's catchphrase. He but never uses that to yell at people either. Yeah, it doesn't work. Like, it's, I guess it's trying to say that Marge with Bart in her life yeah, makes it was her more so, assertive. Yeah, I know, but, it would have been fine if, yeah, if being pushed a little bit at home putting them meant she wanted to push harder at work because there's mm-hmm. no time to relax anymore. Or... Yeah, she had to be assertive to control Bart. That yeah, made her more assertive in life. She had to be life. assertive to learn the importance of being really, assertive. Yeah, but we don't really get that. Like, Bart has, says, eat my shorts. It's like, what does that mean? He goes, well, it means, you know, people can't push you around. It's like, you weren't being pushed around. Yeah. Other yeah. people just weren't doing their yeah. jobs. Yeah, and it was to do this, yeah, really passe commentary on hospital dramas. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy is heading towards its 20th season. This is not a fucking... This is where they're <laughs> supposed to be doing a commentary on Marge and Bart's relationship. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they so got distracted by Fully. what they saw on I, telly I, last night, you know? Yeah. I mean... Have you heard of this Chicago practice? Oh, my God. Let's just mess up everything here and go straight to the, towards the end and be like, uh, you know, character breaks, integrity. How was the integrity... Beginning with Marge? No. She's all like, she yells at Bart, you're the ruiner, you ruin everything, I hate you, you son of a bitch, I should have dragged you out and shot you. The destroyer. It's like, no, Marge would never. Yeah, never. Never would she do that. Like, we've seen Mm. a lot of her dealing with Bart at his worst, and it's usually been quiet disappointment. It's never been, you are the destroyer, why Mm. do you ruin everything? That was way a heavy integrity break. Yeah, and it... You know, we've we've got a lot of history with Bart, of course, and, mm. and you know he certainly set the bar other places. But yeah, drawing in a bunch of books, I mean, yeah, when there was clearly a good motive to do it from the very start, like yeah. we know he's trying to entertain this younger kid. We again, this is we skip through the whole intro. We go straight into episodes. This was packed. Um, was it though? Yeah, that's the weird thing. So why they're reading to kids and why he gives a shit, I don't know. But mm. you think he'd be more yes. interested in trying to scare them than, you know, try to entertain them, but whatever. Yeah, that wasn't particularly in character. It was a really great way of fleshing out that a lot of his actions may have ulterior motives, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it would have been nice if they'd picked actions that are typically Bartian. Mm. You yeah. know, showed that some of the things he actually is famous for doing have him crying out for attention or whatever in other ways. I look, talk at his, about his graffiti or his pranking mm. people or... Yeah, and we don't even get, like, a good sense of that when he, like, comes back into their life in the fantasy because then he's just, like, he's outwardly destructive. Absolute and absolute dick no... to them. And yeah. there's no sort of hidden, creative, ulterior yeah. motives going on there. Yeah, it's kind of my main... To point out what I um, what stood out to me, for better or worse... Oh, uh, yeah, the questionnaire. Yeah, is um, the whole resolution to this is in the dream, you know, all Bart's destructive things lead to something better for each individual character. And the parents, the Marge and Homer, wake up and they're all like, oh my gosh, we do like our son. It's like, well, fictional versions of yourself like the things Bart do in totally different circumstances. That's not the resolution to the problem you were having. The fictional use like the things you imagined Bart doing. Yeah. It's nothing to do with real life or the things that Bart 
yeah. has done or does on Rick. It's, it's literally when someone gets mad at someone else because of a dream they have. Yes. <laughs> Except yes. in the opposite. I had a dream where you were important to me. You're important to me now. It's like, mm, this doesn't fix things. Even so, even with all this, and we're saying a lot of negative things now, and I don't even hate this episode. I just, okay. Yeah. How about like, you, Danny Rosewell? What stands out to you for better or worse? Well, look, I'm sort of torn because I kind of liked Cool Skinner. Mm. I was really, really yeah like something about I don't know it was actually like a believable incarnation of him I don't know why but look we know Skinner can be a badass skinny boy yeah <laughs> in New Orleans I'm in a Tanzarian you know man yeah and he's been a nom and he's done it all he's he's everywhere exactly. and the way all the other guys were looking at him and they were like oh fucking Skinner's here yes now it's a party the skin dog yeah <laughs> Uh, so good. Was he already soused before he got to... Easily. Easily. Yeah. Or just blazed or, you know. Yeah, he looked very, like, just out of it. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think he was just chilled out, man. And then yeah. he throws so the chill. shot glass, then it smashes, and then the jukebox turns on. Yeah, that was a pretty good, yeah, Skinner's Fonzie moment. Yeah, yeah. And yet it was strangely, like, I don't know, it's him being cool and it's also sort of his negative timeline you know yeah. of, of his life stagnating into a bar and i don't know as uh, i i thought that was a really interesting spin-off although man the second he was like yes not a single student ever acts up in my school when i've turned scottish <laughs> yeah because uh, like jimbo and kearney and dolphin yeah. nelson no, don't nelson, exist come on because of bart's not there somehow yeah. yeah i thought the same thing all right fine we'll- and just lore of i don't want to say averages but if you snip the worst off then second worst is now your worst yeah mm. and what stands out to me for better or worse what does stand out to you for better or worse well i will point to a part of the episode that i actually liked which was the intro with but drawing in the book and entertaining the young girl like mm. I thought that was, yeah, a lot of fun. and um, Oh, yeah, it was very sweet. Yeah. Right. He was great with kids. He seems to always yeah. have been great with kids as well. Yeah. It did yeah. seem in character. Like, yeah, it wasn't, it was somewhat unexplained. It was unmotivated. Um, but I didn't have it that. It was still very sweet. I did write down a half heart for it. Yeah, sure. But animation-wise as well, I liked um, that little bit where that was sort of coming to life, you know. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. imagine it through the kids' eyes and stuff. And I thought, yeah, it was animated very well and it's, it's part of what I do like about New Simpsons is like some of the bolder animation choices and I thought this was one and it was still like playful and you know in the same spirit of it and yeah I thought it was really well done yeah hmm. it was cool it would have been nice if they'd um given us a reason they were there I think yeah and it feels like there probably was one but they had to cut it for time yeah because you can imagine Bart hating it but then when he sees oh I can be entertaining to these kids he would lean into yes. it yes yeah so that's that's fine it's not completely out of character it's just you need a little bit more to make that make sense yeah was there even like a banner or something because i remember doing this in school like when you're yeah. in year six you'd like get a kindergartner for a couple Mentor of days or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. buddy system teach them it's all not so bad yeah um so wackiness was this a particularly wacky episode of the simpsons well there is the ralph in the room yeah he's not in the room anymore <laughs> So for the oh. viewer at home, Ralph draws a door on the wall and then a staircase inside there and then walks through and walks up it 
which is just a background gag during what is otherwise kind of an important moment because there's a point where... And a lovely scene, yeah. Yeah, where the yeah. teacher is explaining to Marge, oh, the kids really like reading now because of what Bart did and that's their kind of pivot point for just... is it us not appreciating our son? Have we just been worn down by years and years we can't see who he is anymore? Meanwhile, we just see, we just yeah. the, problems. the Simpsons writers are getting bored of their own storyline. Yeah. <laughs> Which they shouldn't because I thought that was a clever twist that, mm. you know, the kids wanted to draw in the book so bad that they started photocopying yeah, so they could was... actually interact with them. Yeah, and then yeah, do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but then they had that bit in the background with Ralph, which again seems to exist solely because ah, uh, this bit of dialogue's kind of boring, gotta punch it up, fellas. And yeah. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. this is the important crux of your fight, whatever. Uh, and then they throw back to it at the very end of the episode where Wiggum's like, You have to come down, Ralphie. No, mm. put the put the crayon down. Don't draw a boat. Yeah, so look, it itself is not so bad. It is just indicative of this problem we have where Modern Simpsons seems to think you're getting bored of the dialogues they have to yes. throw, th- throw something in there. Just because you got 16.9, you don't have to use all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes it feel like they've gotten bored of it. It really, yeah. like, undermines... This is the opening minutes as well. I'm pretty yeah. sure the opening credits are still going on at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Hmm. If you imagine people getting bored of your episode already, you either have no confidence in your writing or no confidence in your audience. And don't. It's, it's, it's the writing. <laughs> like, yeah. get better at one of them. You're not going to get better audiences without better writing, so... Oh, here's a moment that stood out to me for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You know, now that I'm saying it out loud, better or worse is probably the wrong word, but... Uh, Three words. The, they recast his voice. Ah, oh, Dr. Hibbert, yes. He's yeah. uh, now played by Kevin Michael Richardson, who is making no attempt to match the original voice. Yeah, which is very odd, like... It's strange. Like, I get it, casting a black yeah. guy to do the black know, guy voice. The motivation for the change is fine. There is something just weird about years and years, decades at this point, so of, <laughs> and then to yeah. just not have It is that, a hard cut. It is a hard turn. And something about his voice acting or delivery, at least in the episodes that I've just seen, doesn't match the cartoony tone of any other voice performance in mm. in the recording. Again, it's probably maybe in part due to, yeah, we've had 34 years mm. of this character at this point and we've got an expectation. But yeah, it is it is odd. Like, mm. And yeah, and in that same delivery, yeah, it does feel like Dr. Hibbert's just a different character now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Something about it really stuck out yeah. as a performance, I think. Mm. Or, you yeah, know what? I mean, mo- Carl's different as well, but it yeah. does not hit you the same way. Yeah. Um, mm. And people have had to change, you know. People, voice actresses yeah. have died, voice actors, and this and that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but you don't see Rusty Taylor's replacement, like making Martin Prince like a deep voiced kid now. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah. imagining that. It's, uh, Behold my geode. <laughs> I love Look, it. Look, fellows, the first snapdragon of the season. <laughs> Gonna get James L. Martin in here. <laughs> Would you like me to play the loot? <laughs> Maybe I have to just go back and listen to him again. You know, like... Mm. Look, I mean, it might be a thing that we get used to as well. Yeah, as, I, but... I agree in the sense that uh, it's fair enough to say, hey, it's just new and new is always hard yeah. to get used to. At the same time, it did feel like a pretty weak read. It, well, felt, it felt like a, a phone-in, man. Like, yeah. even the quality of the recording was really different to the rest of them. 
Which yeah. is weird because Kevin Michael Richardson is, Richardson yeah, is thing, such a good he's voice good. actor. I've got a lot of respect for him. Absolutely, I do. So it feels like maybe he's got no direction for the character. They're like, well, we don't necessarily want you to do Hibbert, Hibbert. Maybe the dude hasn't watched The Simpsons. Yeah, maybe. Or they're just like... He's been in their employee for like the last 15 I years. Don't know, he's man. been in episodes before. It just feels like okay just read it um we don't care you, you just, mm. and they're just like uh, but what character should i give him the original hibbert like no no no, don't do that it's what i do just just talk yeah I, it feels, yeah. it's just like it, it is the default kevin michael richardson yeah. voice he's not yeah. even putting know, on yeah. any voice and we know he can do this so yeah. i feel like it's just a lack of direction but who the hell knows but how about the heart did you all feel the bumps I mean, sort of, yeah. yeah. Again, like Danny was saying before, it's kind of there in this in the idea of what they're going for. But you know, by the end, they realize the little chaos in their lives is what makes their lives fun and fresh and interesting. I loved watching Bart with those little kids, man. He yeah. was really good with those kids. Yeah. And then later with Maggie, and he was like, look, I didn't. He was really good with Maggie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I don't like how we got there, but I do like Herman and Marge rushing in and be like, "Oh, son, we do like you." And yeah. You know, there's something to yeah. it. No, that was a good end line and Bart being like, hey, what do you mean like me? I uh, just what do you realized. Mean now? Yeah. 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 But like the whole end of the dream sequence of them running out in the rain and calling mm. after the car. Yeah. It's, it's such like tropey, sad yeah, yeah. shit riding. It's, mm. I don't know. I don't know. It running feels along the like, speeding train. Or yeah, it's so Hallmark. And that could be the Yelling at Bigfoot that he has to they, leave. We don't they, want you anymore. They I'm could John have Lithgow. made that the point. Ah. <laughs> uh, God, but I don't think that's what they were going for. They weren't trying to do like where it's a hallmarky dream montage. I think they were just like for your Oscar viewing nomination, but you know, because it's raining now. That's so much more dramatic. It's powerful. It was poignant. You John know, they Cusack were... will be standing out in that rain holding a boombox. Yeah, mm. and it felt very less impactful mm. because they were going for impact. Yeah, because you know? the framing and everything else. Yeah, they were so desperate for and... impact that it pulled yeah, me out of the whole thing there if you've earned the moment it will work in broad daylight whereas in the i almost felt like they had earned the moment you know they had this beautiful stuff about bart they had mm-hmm. the parents for whatever didn't like marge's reason but they had the parents coming to their realization that shit yeah. he's a lovely kid despite the terror yeah um, and i think the yeah the overall message is okay like objectively you could say they're happier they're the nicer house and everything's all nicer and better and cleaner but that extra element of chaos is what makes living life living you know and that's the problem with introducing bart back into the fray so much more i wanted to see more of like oh here's their faults otherwise yeah Mm. lisa's too uh hyper fixated on things being rigid and clean and not unboxing her yeah scared to take to let her guard down yeah Mm -hmm. And then Maggie's also got Yeah, or problems. Homer's, like, <laughs> we never realize Homer has a problem until it gets fixed. So Homer's working at the you know, Springfield Stadium running the, you know, big screen or whatever. Yeah, they do a misdirect, which I kind of liked, where he's, like, working at a similar station mm. that he has in Sector yeah. 7G at the nuclear yeah. plant, zooms out, he's operating yeah. the Jumbotron it's at a baseball. silly, though. It's silly, but like the, the problem is, so he's running the whole, you know let's make some noise thing. And it's like, gets up to like 98% and that's, oh, nearly got 100, but not today. Ah, well. well. You need someone to come in and be like, Simpson, we need you to get that to 100 by the end of the yeah. month. Yeah. He's not under any pressure. No because he's just goal. like, I love my job and this is, oh, one day we'll get there. And you're not, it never implies that a, this is important, or B, this is anything other than an eventual goal that and will happen one Bart day. And then Bart running in and hitting random buttons doesn't really 
show me something that Homer was missing from his life either. Exactly. Well, the idea and the hint at that he's running the standard, oh, I'm going to do the kiss cam now, or oh, it's time for the wacky weasel mascot instead of when Bart comes in, he, you know, I do like he turns the kiss cam into the punch cam and then back into the kiss cam. Uh, that was kind of weird, man. Punch cam and then the guy punches the guy in the face. I mean, it's Springfield. They punch each other at the drop of the hat. Yeah. You know, but and that, that extra element of the chaos being what makes the difference. But yeah, there's no pressure on Homer to deliver that. And then, it's just a thing he wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, there's no real lesson on the Homer side. There's no real mm. lesson on the Marge side either. Oh, no, I agree. It's implied at the best that yeah. that extra element of chaos is what makes their lives richer. Yeah. But, but it, uh, it's also like pretty poorly told as well, because it's just like, Bart does a bunch of bad stuff and then he does a bunch of good stuff and they're two different things. It's not doing the thing that it did at the start yeah. where it's like retroactively that the bad, bad thing stuff became a good, the good yeah. thing. Like, yeah, that was just lazy writing. Like, it, it needed to be mixed up a bit more. Yes, this does need a big punch up. Mm-hmm. I think mm. talking it through has helped me. <laughs> Put the punch cam on this episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a point, it was a great idea. Mm. And it's a wonderful mm. life, but almost yeah. in yeah. reverse. Ultimately, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Are these characters we know and love? BT answered this before. Yep. Yeah, that integrity break with Marge at the beginning was terrible because mm. they even have a line of everyone else saw the best in Bart and we didn't. It's like, Marge, you always see always. the best in him. Yeah. Always. always. Like, I get the idea that they're like, maybe after, you know, 10 years of having to deal with him and punish him and we've kind of lost track of what makes him special. That's a good idea. I just don't believe it from Marge. What does she always call him? My little guy? Special little guy. Special Every single time. So, and it didn't feel like there was a breaking moment for Marge where this yeah, was like I her think, lashing yeah. out or anything. It, yeah. it was just this goofy little tag team Homer like yelling yeah. at Bart thing and then the wrestling thing. Lisa yells at him. And yeah, you'd think I'd like it because it's a wrestling thing, but I did not. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing because yeah, he drew on 25 books or encouraged other kids to draw on books. They have to replace 25 kids' books. And he's it also, was, you know, it sort of blown felt out. like they were yelling at him because they told they were told to yell at him. Yeah. I don't know, because we jumped straight into them yelling. But then we get to the teacher, and only now she's telling them how impressed she is, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Who told them that it was a bad thing and, it, and that yeah. he was in trouble? Who ratted on him to begin with? Why was he in, who got him in trouble? How does this? Those damn kindergartners. <laughs> <laughs> so one of you is a snitch. Ralph, he went out the wall and straight to the cops. <laughs> Knew it. Oh, yeah, son of a cop, yeah. You can't trust him with anything. Um, but, yeah, speaking of the teacher, this is, yeah, Bart's new teacher. We haven't watched the episode where she gets introduced mm. yet, but this is being played by Kerry Washington, who uh, was in Django Unchained, I believe. Yeah. As Django's wife. Yeah. With Broomhilda. Yeah, that's the one. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I... How do we think she does? I mean, we didn't really see a lot of us. So I can't really... <laughs> there was a sly little line there where they were like, at least you get to be Bart's teacher for only a year. And she <laughs> goes, eh, it might be two. That's another meeting. I thought yeah, that was that a was nice a little sly little mi- line. Little, yeah. yeah. I mean, it. I, th- I feel like it's a nod at him having to repeat more than a nod at him being uh, 10 for 30 years. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I um, thought it was. <laughs> oh, it could be. It could, like, I think that might be a triple entendre. Ooh. Wait, is it entendre when it's sexual? Nah, I'm pretty sure entendre is just any kind of multiple meaning. Mm. It just became sexual for all the, you know, yeah. hint, hint, moving eyebrows kind of thing. But yeah, much look, like moving pictures by Rush. It's a triple entendre. Mm-hmm. Is it? I got, yeah. Look look at the I album cover. Be... Real careful. Oh, There's people oh. moving pictures, like There's moving house. Moving pictures. 
and there's someone that's uh, filming, like moving pictures. Moving yeah, pictures. and there's people looking at artworks and crying because that they, they find They're the pictures moving. moving. Oh, <laughs> guys. <laughs> yeah, Rush. Check them yeah. out if you feel like it. Yeah, okay. Who's each Rush member out of all of us? Well, I'm Raph, obviously. <laughs> You're I'll Mikey. Steve. Curly. Joe. Hello, Joe. <laughs> uh, well, I... You're definitely a Carrie. <laughs> we're all we're both carries <laughs> now look i was just gonna say that i don't think she was drawn like a simpsons character she was really nice mm. and she was supportive and i thought she was a great mm-hmm. and you know there's not enough people of color and someone that seems to be voiced by a, a person and not just the same three people again and again yeah um but it, she felt like she was a walk-on from a different cartoon mm-hmm. like just i don't know just because her her detail her hair was a different color to the rest of her skin <laughs> it feels like how they draw guest stars like with yeah. thinner eyes yeah like because most simpsons she looked characters like a real are, human yeah exactly like yeah most simpsons characters are drawn with the very round eyes so but yeah in terms of feeling like a simpsons episode yeah i feel like character wise yeah she does she slots in fine yeah absolutely um i wouldn't say like it didn't feel like a simpsons episode i mean yeah they're doing like the fantasy what if it was all the dream blah blah that to me isn't like the most egregious parts of it like i felt like that was execute like uh, not executed fine it it didn't feel out of place for a simpsons episode to explore this i think it feels like those what do they call them trip triptych episodes yeah, yeah, what, tall yeah, tales, Bible things, stories, yeah. Halloween, whatever. They're doing a lot of those lately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta grab lazy. some fresh ideas out there. Short format, you know, that takes less less effort, less less focus. Oh, that's right. I have. I was gonna drink this on camera, the Mosey Fruity Beer. Oh, lucky you. So, listeners, I bought a case oh. of beer, and they were like, "Would you like a free four pack of Fruity Beer?" Did they accept your no? <laughs> they don't. Uh, in my store, literally, people just weren't saying, oh, would you like one? It was just, okay, and here you go. <laughs> really? <laughs> we wanted to get rid of that shit. <laughs> well, let's see how a fruity beer goes. <laughs> I can see him saying that. It's so like this episode. <laughs> uh, There's certain ambition that I like mm-hmm. in it, but it's ultimately like kind Lacking of- in depth and body. Anyone else want to try? No, I'll try. No, 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 I'm worry. good. Thanks. Yeah, it just doesn't feel worth it. But even does it if it's free, taste like a Simpsons episode. But even then, I was yeah, almost not going to get it because I was already carrying a case. And I'm like, uh, now I'm going to have to balance yeah. this on top. It's like we've played with fruity beers before, man. Passion fruity, mangoey, nah, craft different. beery nonsense. God, nah, the nah, more nah, it sticks different. around, the worse it is. Mm. Yeah, it is like seltzer water and yeah. beer and water. I can explain a lot of this off camera, but it's going to just be tedious to be on. So have you tried a fruity beer then, or have you just tried fruity beers? Yeah. No, well, fruity can't. beers is like citrusy. Nah, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want to cut all this out. Yeah, man. Uh, no, look, because this is part of their problem is they didn't know how to market it mm. because it mm. is basically tastes like a seltzer, but it is technically a beer because it's brewed and they wanted it to be brewed because that gives it a cheaper tax bracket. You know mm. how alcohol gets taxed differently depending mm. on what you're making. Mm. Oh. Uh, so that's why they, and they were like, oh, it's going to be great. People who drink beer are going to be, enjoy the fruity flavors and people like seltzer. It's going to bridge gap. We're going to bridge that gap and make it so much money. So they made a shit ton of this stuff. Gave it to all the stores and have been flogging it pretty hard. And it's just 
they didn't realize that a the name means no one knows what it is and so your beer drinkers are like nah i don't want that fruity stuff mate just want my long neck and your seltzer drinkers are like nah it's beer i don't want it so they've they've missed both demographics which is hilarious (laughs) and also just like it's just okay at best like you Mm. tall glass Mm. with ice and like some fresh fruit in there yeah that'd probably be all right it'd be refreshing on a hot day but they launched it in i think just past winter so not not even like spring or summer when you think you'd launch it and and it's just the biggest fuck up and it's so it's been fun to watch it happen in real time (laughs) because they've been trying to recoup this their losses and like kind of sick voyeur oh yeah uh but we got a shit ton of the stuff and i'm the stock manager and it's my job to try and get rid of it (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah they've had multiple weekends where they just give four packs away the idea being to you know circulate the brand and all that Mm. it's just giving the shit away before it expires (laughs) So, and I feel like anyone who even gets it for free will have that. Like, yeah, okay. like, yeah. There have been some yeah. people who have come back for it. I'm surprised about. Really? But it's just, it's again. I think it's the name has shot themselves in the foot straight away because yeah. they have instead of bridging both demographics, they've missed both completely. Yeah, and it's so obvious that, that was going to happen. <laughs> ah, anyway. <laughs> nah, keeping it in. <laughs> Gonna teach our audiences all about fruity beer because there's not much else you can get from this episode. I mean, hopefully no one from uh, my hierarchy listens. <laughs> <laughs> As we said before, snitches, stitches, you know the drill, listeners. Uh, but yes, no, would you watch this episode You're allowed again? to snitch on corporations. That's fine. But not on beach. <laughs> corporations can't snitch on me. You gotta snitch up. Oh, snitch up, stupid. <laughs> anyway. Would you watch it again, Shag? I don't think I would, man. No. It was like it was a very pretty episode. Lo- I love the, the the HD backgrounds and stuff, and the camera angles in the in the house. Really interesting. But nice summer's day. You got your fruity beer. You chuck on Bartless. Mm. Is that <laughs> happening? In I can only see it disappointing me all over again. <laughs> what about you, Beach? I'm gonna answer his question and your surrogate question with a question: Would you drink another fruity beer? Let's say. <laughs> Not take another sip of the same can. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a second can? I have to open another one of these things? <laughs> this is the question. Would Do you, you want to? Do I you barely, want no, to? No, I'm not finishing this one. <laughs> mm. no, no, that's what it is. It's God, it's like Hubba Bubba blueberry flavor mm. on... Rinsed through water. On a watered down <laughs> beer. Mm. No, okay. Guys, keep um, the show going without me. I'll be back in a second. Uh, I'm going to go rewatch the episode. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, it's one that I don't hate... Yeah. But if it comes on, I'm probably getting up to change it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll be interesting to dissect, because I think there's a lot of elements that should work here, or the core concept is fine. It just, there's a lot of ground to cover, and fuck, if you could even maybe make this a two-parter. Yeah. Expand it out and add some more jokes, and it just explore the territory a bit more. Maybe the end of the first episode is when they find Bart again. Absolutely. And then you know, because it just needs—it's an idea that needs room to breathe, and it doesn't have it. We don't spend enough time being Bartless for it to matter, and then the resolutions feel very rushed as well. Like the elements are there; they just need time to breathe. Well, yeah, leading perfectly into the "What would you change?" section. Yeah, it's this problem that we keep seeing with them where there's just uneven waiting in certain parts of the story and Mm. like yeah there's too much berating Bart in the beginning that's time that you could use later to explore the family without Bart like I don't understand how like uh, working this out in the writing room that there wasn't more (laughs) you just didn't want to share a can with me COVID man (laughs) I had it a month ago yeah so you do hang on I'm gonna work my just doing what any good soldier would do and 
throwing himself on that grenade. <laughs> Thanks, Cal. <coughs> it's a hard voice Fein, to do. Feinstein? 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 Yeah, Harvey Feinstein. This Harvey's the- on fire. <laughs> There's my remix. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about the two-parter as well. Getting mm. getting room to breathe would be nice for this one. And I don't yeah. I don't mind if they're going to spend a bit of time on a fantasy episode. Yeah, your season 34 Simpsons experiment. Have fun with the yeah. characters a bit. But yeah, to do it with such little fucking care like uh, they don't have time to make us care about it yeah and that's the whole point of the episode i mean if you spread it over if you spread it over too like just man make us give a shit about it you know there's yeah with marge's job as well you're spending too much time doing a very stale parody of dr romance Mm -hmm. hospital that yeah and again that's time to uh sorry i didn't realize shag had taken his sip his nose is scrunching. There is a face in this room, listeners, that it is a an uh, angry rabbit. It's not great, guys. <laughs> not great. Like you understand what I'm like the blueberry flavor is very like synthetic, like blueberry flavor number two four two, you know? Oh, it's very chemical, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, chemicular. This is a mosey fruity beer. Yeah. So are they the only company doing it? No, or? Uh, okay. <sighs> Yes, but no. This is all I saying it. <laughs> it's become a thing. Now. This is this episode title will be Bartless and Fruity Beer. <laughs> um, so it is. I'm the same company is brewing three different ones, but they all look the same. So there's Mosey, Sungazer, and Empire. Yeah, uh, because like I feel like I've, every time it's been like this stripy design. Yeah, it's with, that. Yeah. It's that tall white claw can. Yeah. Um, and they're the same, you know, boxes and all that kind of thing. And yeah, they're trying to. That's that's the kind of proof that they're trying to corner the seltzer market, but also calling it beer, which is where people are getting confused. Yeah. Because it is the same can as White Claw, and I guarantee you, they thought they were going to have the same impact without realizing that White Claw got big on TikTok, and they don't know how to do that that's, because they're not that company. It's an American thing, though, right? Is yeah. White Claw seen here. It's yeah. No. Oh, it was soda. it was huge when it launched here. Really? Yeah. It was like you guys got White Claw yet? I'm like, no, it's coming next week. And then when it was Oy. launched. It was yeah, because kids saw it on TikTok and they're easily... Are you guys stocking Logan Paul's fucking drink? Uh, not yet, but fucking give it time, man. <laughs> um, yeah. At WrestleMania, I was telling these guys about Logan Paul wrestling before. At mm. WrestleMania, he was fighting Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins did the thing where he's like, he I loved up... him in Pineapple Express. Yes, <laughs> I understood that reference. Yeah. He's going to, like, Logan Paul's going to jump from the top rope onto mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, who's mm-hmm. on, like, the announcer's table. But at the last minute, Seth Rollins did the switcheroo and grabbed KSI, who was in a giant fucking Logan Paul drink bottle, and threw him on the announcer's table, and Logan Paul jumped on his friend who was wearing a giant Logan Paul drink bottle. 16 feet through the announcer's table! <laughs> Lady, by God, ladies and gentlemen, that man had a family! <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yes. I don't say what you mean with like the fucking mixed marketing because it is in that white claw can, and yeah, beer drinkers aren't going to go for that no, can. They're not. They it's, want a big can. Want a big can fits in their stubby holder, whereas it won't. Has that fucking wide mouth at the top ah, yeah. to let you slam it down yeah, fast. fast. That's yeah. remember when that was a thing. That was Solo's unique oh, yeah. selling point, oh, yeah. and yeah. then every can just adopted it. <laughs> it was like, wait, why are we drinking why through this like yeah, tiny little dick hole at the end of our cans? We want to smash it down fast. Don't put your dick in that hole. <laughs> That's going to hurt. Getting it in is the easy part. BT, what would you change about this episode? I wouldn't put my dick in the can. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I, look, tooting my own horn, I think I'd nailed on the head, make it a two-parter, flesh it out, because this is the very rare example where it's an episode I don't particularly want to watch again, but my recommendation is to put more of it, mm. because there's there's plenty here to work with. It just needs space to be worked on. Uh, so that's ultimately going to be my my main point on this one. What's here it has potential. Just let let it live, let it breathe, let it show you what it can do, let it shake Daddy's little money maker. <laughs> Daddy, well, let's start with Homer's job because I didn't like that neither of their jobs had Bart involved to fix blah blah blah. You know, the Bart thing didn't work on either side particularly. Maybe. Like, Homer's, it felt like they were saying that he's bored at his own job, which is why he sleeps all the time. Mm. Um, maybe, ha- like, he should have a job that he's challenged by, because that's, now there's no Bart, and he's in a successful job that he's challenged by, and he's not bored at the mm. office. But he's if he's challenged, then he's stressed out all day, and he comes home and needs some distractive kid to unwind and help him take his mind off his worry. Need someone to strangle to feel better. Well, yeah, (laughs) something to take, you know, to distract him. Hmm. And a really chaotic, energetic kid is distracting him from it and takes his mind off it. Oh, yeah, you know what? Hey, kid, let's go play catch in the park, blah, blah, blah. Let's go for frosty chocolate milkshakes. Right. Well, Well, yeah, that's sort of not what they were getting at. And like, that's why that could have been better because like, it's Homer then choosing, okay, do I want a chaotic workplace or a chaotic home life? You know, mm. what makes me happier? And Why do I want a bar in my life? Yeah, getting mm. to sleep at the nuclear plant, it's a cruisy job, you know, there's not pressure on me. And yeah, with this one just being fun and like, even if Bart wasn't there, it's still a fun it's job It's still for fun. Him. He was having fun doing it. He was fine. He was already like 95%. Yeah. yeah. Like, wouldn't it be that hard to, you know? Yeah, he's doing fine. And then same thing for Marge. Like, we don't need the... Oh gosh! Everyone at the, at the hospital is sexy hospital. Blah blah blah. Sexy hospital. And I feel it's like it's like they were trying to like joke. Ah, oh, but it's also a vet, and it's like eh, this isn't doing anything. Yeah, no, I mean, I did like the joke where she walks past and unties a snake. Oh sure, like that was cool. That was but right. Mm. Sorry, we're gonna we're launch a new podcast. It's called Sexy Hospital. Sexy Hospital. <laughs> God, I would watch that. <laughs> it's gonna be a podcast. You can't watch it. It's too sexy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, like, I like the idea of her needing more assertiveness. That's fine. Yeah, but um, yeah, getting there didn't work. No, no, she needs to, instead of being the chief admin, she needs to be uh, like a, an assistant to the surgeon mm. and she's getting overlooked. She needs to talk more about, no, uh, you know, be uh, she needs some some fashion where she needs yeah, to assert for herself for I didn't for study job. fucking four years in college not to fucking to be overlooked this whole time yes. and that like writes oh that's what she did with the extra time that Bart wasn't there she actually went to college or whatever mm. but then like we need Bart to be the reason and mm. he's not someone that would just yell assertively and demand attention what am I saying <laughs> no it would be but it's how they did it he yeah. was all like eat my shorts and she's all like Eat my shorts? What does that mean? Ugh. Did not like that. I don't understand. Oh, I'm going to explain it to you, not mother. Oh, I'm going to bring this to my office. But but why? And also, eat my shorts has never is, has never been anything used to command anything. It's always been, I don't care. Mm. Or up yours, buddy. Yeah, well, I think seeing like this alternate version of their lives, I think, that, yeah, they didn't do enough to show... Yeah, the bad sides of their life without Bart. Like, yeah, maybe Marge has a job and a career and whatever, but maybe she is a bit distant from Maggie and Hmm. Lisa. Because they just don't demand her attention the same way. 
Yeah, and it's like neither situation is wholly good or wholly bad, and like mm. that's the sort of like thing with showing this alternate life is well, you know, which is the devil you'd rather? Like, yeah, and like, they, yeah. I've never felt in any other Simpsons episode. I've never felt that Maggie's neglected or ignored, mm. but Bart's amazing connection with her, which I really did like. Mm. And there would have been more with that as well, that she's having fun and she doesn't have fun with Lisa or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If she's like, I mean, even in yeah. in Again. this fantasy world where they're successful businessmen, they're ignoring the kids. Yeah. Like, okay, have a bit where, you know, Maggie's trying to play with Lisa and Lisa's all like keeping her toys in the box. Yeah. And Maggie's like, but well, then what do we do? Smash cut to later when Bart's taking some of the Malibu Stacys out so Maggie can actually play with them. Maggie's having a great time. Yes. Lisa flips out. Yes. There we there, go. And that's, yeah. a, that's what, something you could do if you had more time. And yeah. there it is. More time. And now it's time <gasps> for our final notes. Oh, wow. And, and now, now it's time. <laughs> and now it's time, <laughs> time for, for our final notes. Final notes. I was a little flat. It's time for the final notes, guys. <laughs> Golly. Ding, 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 Danny, have you got any final notes? No. Oh. Sorry, man. <laughs> what I, a build-up, though. We gave you the fucking circus <laughs> I know, right? theme, uh, version of the theme song. God Shit, damn man. it. No, I, I feel like I've been venting all my spleen all over. Hey, I didn't actually ask you. I know we just did the final notes theme song, but what would you change, Elliot? I did that when you went to the bathroom. Oh, good. It was probably great. You can listen to it later on the Simpsons Index podcast feed. BT, any notes? You know I do. I do kind of like where Lisa runs in and she says, ah, Bart filled the ice cubes with hot dog water. That I didn't Mm, like, mm, but I did like her mm. putting the glass down and then Santa's little helper just starts lapping it. I was like, oh yeah, dog would love hot dog water. (laughs) Meat flavored water, they'd be all over that. I just thought, oh, that would have been a great prank. (laughs) Hot dog water in the ice tray. We did prank a friend of mine once by uh, giving him water. LSD. No, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. We gave him toilet water that <laughs> we froze in an ice mold. Yeah. Oh, oh, you, you awful. Son of a bitch. He honestly deserved it. <laughs> okay, why were you friends with Dude, um, that is a heavy thing to announce live to I know. I just wanted you to slip him drugs. What is wrong with you? That's fine. Matty J already knows what happened. <laughs> he knows what he did. Yep. The uh, funny thing was, like, because we were laughing at him as he was drinking his drink, and he's like, what's so funny? You fuck with my drink. And he's like trying to smell it and then he like grabs my mate's drink and like smells it and then like crunches the ice from his drink and I'm like, huh, actually your drink tastes weird. And then just goes back and starts sculling that one and we're just like, (laughs) you're drinking toilet ice. (laughs) Uh, A joke that was just odd where, um, come over the setup, but kids haven't enjoyed reading this much until we accidentally put Matthew Perry's biography in there. Oh yeah. And I was like. Wow. Uh, it's <laughs> currently a reference. No, I know like, it's currently a reference, but also, is there anything interesting in there? I think that's the thing. That, like, he was, like, really dishing on people and, like, talking out of turn and just, like... It, I think people were saying it was, like, a bit of a snarky book and, like... Okay. It, it was, like, Why popular did... in, like, a trashy raid sort of cool. way. Cool, and preschoolers are going to enjoy this. Exactly. Mm. It's just... It wasn't this something until current reference. Yeah, that was really what I got from it. Uh, there's a bit where Skinner just goes, Life is tight. 
And yes. I don't know, something about cool yes. alternate universe skin or that really mm. hit. God, the way he said tight. Yeah. Oh my God. And they do have a bit in the stadium where they're like, everybody drop your pants. And then we see pants flying around. I, that's my problem with the joke. It didn't say throw your pants in the air like you don't care. It was drop your pants. What do the, you do after you drop them, Elliot? You throw them around the, like you just don't the, care. The science only gave that much instruction. Anyway. You gotta, you gotta live by your own rules. Not what signs tell you what to do, Elliot. God. You have to live by your own rules, Elliot. You have to. <laughs> Obey me. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I'll get my own rules. <laughs> and that is all my notes, Elliot. Oh, come on. I haven't finished highlighting my notes yet. Well, and what now, do you want? I didn't have a whole now, lot on this one. Like, and now it's time for his final notes. <laughs> final notes. Elliot's final notes. Final notes. Sexy hospital. <laughs> <laughs> You done yet? Or we got to keep vamping. What are your review on the sexy hospital? We don't podcast? review anything. It's a it's a drama, a oh, sexy okay. sexy drama. <gasps> Doctor, the bomb! It's in my butt. <laughs> that is porno. <laughs> well, you, you just wrote a porno. Not yet. It's not. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a porno. <laughs> you know, scrubs don't tend to zip. <laughs> they just kinda... scrubs don't zip. <laughs> They're not zips. They're buttons. <laughs> and I've killed Daddy. Oh god! I always suspected I'd be the one to do it. It's like a country western. Scrubs... These colors don't run. <laughs> These scrubs don't have zips. <laughs> they have oh. strings. Yeah, mm. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Oh, God, how many more highlights? Oh, come on, it's just one more. Ah, just, we're, Hold we're it using up. all Hold, our A material. Hold here. it up to the mic. We, we, we that, That's great foley. Mm. The highlighter? Do it extra high- slow. Yeah, it's it's ASMR. Okay, now I'm just going to highlight some passages in this book. Lower. Sensually. Uh, everyone that just flipped out into his chest, you just heard that. I have to, like, hold the hot... <laughs> I have to hold the highlighter in place and move the book like to capture the sound yeah. properly. Hold on, let me turn the gain off. You know, this yes. podcast... Yes, turn, turn into- the gain away. Beat. Shut. Shut. <laughs> oh yeah, the gain's way out. Yeah. You know, this podcast <laughs> turned into a hardcore ASMR service <laughs> so gradually <laughs> I didn't even notice. notice. <laughs> All right, it's time for my final notes. Uh, now it's time. <laughs> Marge and Homer are so stupid they forgot their car. Visionary. I don't feel like though. Sorry. What color I, is it? I, I thought this was going to be like a transition moment where they yes. come out and they're like, "What colors like are?" And it's different from their usual pink. And they're now into this Bartless world, which would explain why the fuck Ralph like drew and uh, opened up an alternate reality. Yes. Mm. And yeah, it sort of felt like. This was like their perception of Bart was challenged or something. And they mm. said, I wonder how other people view him. That's not really what happened then as well. Yeah. We didn't get a sense of how other people view him. Whatever and again, I would like to car. see, uh, I forgot. That's I something I wanted so. to say before. Uh, I wanted to um, see more of Springfield without Bart as well. Yeah. Yes. Like, Millhouse, like, what's he up to? Yeah, that bus stop sign has never been moved. <laughs> Millhouse without Bart. Yeah. Is he just a sad, lonely kid now? Or is mm. it, Yeah. Is he worse or better? Is he successful? Without yeah. someone pushing him down to be the, the number two? He's just grinding up crayons and snorting them. <laughs> the blue yeah. ones fuck you up real good. 
Oh yeah, those are the ones that open up portals to other dimensions. <laughs> uh, I liked Therapy Chimp. I think I just want a Therapy Chimp. Yep. When Bart's outside playing a bit of pickleball, you know, hitting mm-hmm. the pickles Pickle with the ball. terrace. The one where he lobbed it to the window and that dong, that fucking got me. I, I had a little jump scare. It was there. a jump scare, absolutely. But, but they jump scared as well. Mm. Like if I'm mm. watching a jump scare and the two characters jump, of course I'm going to jump, man. I'm embodying. Well. That's it. I'm. That's the character. <laughs> it is. I mean, you know, I mean, I've, I've come this far. I've watched 28 minutes so far. The sex closet could be the supply closet. Yeah. If it was like, if this was a hospital drama, that'd be great stuff. If we were watching a hospital sex drama, if this was Garth Marenghi or something. Yeah. If you this mean was like Garth Marenghi's sexy hospital. <laughs> sexy hospital. Garth Marenghi's sexy hospital. I actually uh, did watch the first episode of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Oh, I love Beautiful. Dark Place, man. I love it. We were talking about it on the latest mm. episode of So Do You Like Stuff on the exclusive Patreon exclusive. feed. Patreon.com slash SideQuest Studios. Yes or no? No! Don't tell me. I have to find out. I have to watch it myself. What my... was the answer? Huh? Do you like Garth Marenghi's yes or no? You Didn't you just say... It was... I, uh, it baffled me. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Especially like only one episode deep. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, it's all on free on YouTube and you can mm. uh, hear BT talk about it mm. on So Do You Like Stuff, available mm. on patreon.com slash sidequest studios. <gasps> uh, maximum Security Orphanage. Wasn't that a Futurama joke? Oh. Yeah, probably. Uh, what do you th- guys think of the Itchy and Scratchy in this episode? I think it went on about three beats too long and it really felt like the writers enjoyed... British Bake Off in mm. a way that they couldn't cut any Bake Off. They needed all mm. the bits to be there. They need the proving drawer. They need the fucking icing. They need, you know, so it just went on and on and on because they couldn't. They Have couldn't. you watched Bake Off? Man, I've watched two episodes and enough <laughs> to know to know <laughs> about a proving drawer. <laughs> no, it said proving drawer on it. Oh, okay. Well, you got to prove yourself. I. I don't know. You just like rattled off, and I'm like, "Those are some inside references, motherfuckers." Watching no, that's what that's what it felt like. It felt like and we damn. beat on people who watch Bake Off here. Yeah. Uh, no, that's <laughs> no. what it felt like. It felt like, damn, I love it so much. I'm going to throw in thirty inside jokes, and mm-hmm. I can't trim any of them. Yeah. So it's like so much longer than it needs to be. Yeah. There was a neat little attention to detail when he cracks uh, Scratchy's eye like a uh, egg. Yeah, and I then, But then that. he separates like the aqueous humor from the actual iris. Mm. Like the iris is the yolk. I liked that. That was a nice little detail. Yeah. Huh. And I liked the, yeah, the scooping out the brain and, you know, piping it as well. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. A lot yeah, of creativity yeah. on, on Can't wait display. to see Babish attempt this cake. Welcome to Binge Man with Babish. And now I need a cat to. First, you want to scoop out the eyeball. You're going to need to tiny whisk the brains. Binging with Babish, also available on YouTube. It's time to rank this thing. On the Simpsons Index, we're accusing a six-point scale that starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was just, you give it a participant. But for the positive rankings, you got OK Bronze, Good Silver, Excellent Gold. But for the best of the very best, you give Cubic Zirconiar. I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. <sighs> really hating this no-split rankings mm-hmm. rule right now. Because <laughs> this is the most part-bronze that ever part-bronzed. Mm. Uh, look, I am going to be as nice as possible and give it a bronze because, again, this is just... There's a, something here. Yeah, there's something here. There's, you know, the bits I liked, I liked enough. And even, like, actually, I like that itchy and scratchy bit, i got to say. I, mm. I, I like the art direction on it as well. I get what you're saying. It was yeah, too long. But I don't... I'm, yeah, it's not that I didn't like it. I just felt they were being indulgent, you know? Well, I mean, that's the problem with modern itchy and scratchy. It's mostly an excuse to, like, do a parody of a thing that's mm-hmm. current, even at if it's Bake Off like Matthew Perry yeah. and like um, Matthew hospital Perry. dramas 
Yeah, even I don't like that, and I might shout something later. Speaking of people that shout something later, BT, what would you like to rank it? Ah, oh. uh, bronze. I know, right? Because um, that's where it belongs. And I'm glad you went, someone in the room went bronze. Because participant, I've thrown much more boring stuff in the participant category. And look, it held some interest, but I wouldn't say it really held my entertainment. But it's got potential, but it squandered that potential. Not really squandered, just didn't get enough to do with it all. I'm going to try the old classic, save them both, see which one feels right. I give this a participant. I give this a bronze. Both great line rates. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with participant. It just felt more true. But it deserves better. It's a high participant. It deserves, it deserves a little bit better. But ultimately, yeah, there's just not a lot to grab onto on this one. Danny? Well, I know you said it deserves better, but I'm giving it worse. I'm failing it. I'm really? Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. No, yeah. No, I like the way that pans out, though, because... That gives us an, a split balance. A, yeah, like this you know, is going to be a decisive It's got one. good middle and bad points, mm-hmm. and it deserves to be somewhere in the middle of that. And I'm failing it because I feel like talking it through especially is what really mm. solidified my idea. Like I, sure. I came into this podcast feeling very different about the episode, but I think I really liked the idea it had. That's not an episode. Mm. Like, I don't like what they did with it. I wasn't impressed with their choices. I wasn't captivated or em- you know, emotionally invested or I didn't like the, the, the Homer arc or the Marge arc or the, you know? Yeah. So, like, realistically, I like the idea. Mm. I didn't like the Simpsons episode. That's fair. Well, it's a participant by way of split decision. Mm. So what do you at home think? You'll have to be the deciding fourth member. And normally on Twitter, I would have put up a poll, you know, who do you agree with? But polls cost money now on Twitter. <laughs> Elliot, it is about freedom of speech, and you're a communist if you don't like the it. The public demands answers. <laughs> freedom isn't free. It costs $8 a month. Yeah, can, you have to be Twitter blue to get polls. Yeah. Oh, you dumb fucking... I know. Man. And yeah, shout out to my friend at, at Simpsons Bracket. You've done oh, some amazing God, work sucks. the last five years, and... <sighs> Like, I've built, like, friends from the Simpsons community that rallies around that. Like, it's... And now they're just sunk. That is horseshit. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, but whatever. Uh, you can still follow us there, I guess. We don't interact much. Uh, tell us what social media platform you're on and if, uh, you know, advertising our podcast will be effective you know, on it. Bring, it bring back ICQ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Wow. I still remember my ICQ number six zero one one two one one eight. Whoa, 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 bleep that out! Yeah, how am I doxing myself? It's the fucking social Hackers. media service that I stopped using when I was Hackers, fifteen. Man. You never know Hackers. what Im- secret information you put on ICQ that's sitting there waiting for the right person. Time hackers, go back in the t- to the nineties and hack your account. <laughs> Danny, speaking of social media, what you got going on on the socials? Eh, too much. Where can people like and subscribe your ass? Oh, yeah, I guess there is the DJ thing, isn't there? Yeah. Um, Hey, I'm a crazy success... No, I'm not successful, but I am... Crazy. Crazy, yeah. (laughs) But that's how it goes. Look, I'm getting into really dank remixes. Some of them are pretty good. Mm -hmm. Some of them are really silly, but... Check out on TikTok or YouTube. I'm Danny Macabre, although I've been saying Danny Macabre to really try to get under someone's skin and no one's noticed just yet. So, um, M-A-C-A-B-R-E? Yeah, that's it. M-O-U-S-E. One of those names you give yourself at 12 when you're brooding and mysterious and it sort of didn't go... Yeah, you should see my ICQ handles. All right. <laughs> yeah, you heard that number. Woof. Edgy. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, but if you're into stupid... Oh, I, uh, there is a Simpsons Index remix and mm-hmm. on the YouTube one, I'm going to pop it onto TikTok by the time this is released. Mm. Uh, and that's... Is that the, the Smithers Mercury Slap Him one? No, oh. that that hasn't got us in it. I would do, I mean, the podcast one. Yeah. Oh, us, us. Yeah. Have you, you know, ever had two beers and it feels like you've had four beers and it feels <laughs> like you've had two beers? Um, well, now that you've said that, I'm going to have to put that one up as well. I ah, was okay, I thought it was that song. Ah, okay, I don't remember what my lines are in there. Oh, wait. Uh, like a Godzilla made out of Superman. Yeah, you can fight a Godzilla <laughs> made out of Superman right now. Wow, you know the lyrics to his Dan remixes. <laughs> I know my lyrics. He wrote them. <laughs> he wrote the lyrics. Mm. So, at Danny Macabre on TikTok. Hi, Danny Macabre. Hi, that's right. Oh, God, that's that's pretty bad. BT, what do we got going on? <laughs> well, for less than the price of Twitter, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash sidequest studios. That is a blanket for everything that we do. And there you can get access to over 100 exclusive podcasts featuring myself, Elliot, and some of your favorites. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a whole wide range of stuff there. We're catching me up on the episodes I missed. You get just more me. And uh, we're doing one of my favorite podcasts at the moment, which is Starring Springfield, where Elliot and I review the films starring the voice cast of The Simpsons as you've never seen them before (laughs) in person. Yeah, uh, it's quite amazing. One we did recently was Cold-Blooded, which is this Mm. movie from the mid-90s that really spun us out and, like... Couldn't really figure out if it was a good or a bad film, yeah, for, but like that was a really fun conversation. And anyway, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but who was in it? Uh, Jason Priestley. Um, no, but from the oh, Simpsons. from the Simpsons, <laughs> Doris Grau. Oh my god. Oh my god, man. Sometimes it's like working with a rank amateur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, one of the Patreon perks is you get to suggest the movies mm-hmm. that we review, and we've covered just a wide range of stuff. We watched yeah. Click with Adam Sandler. We've seen the Super Mario Brothers movie. The uh, original go- one. The, 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 yeah, that makes sense. 90s Godzilla is, uh, is oh, it was course. the first one we ever covered because we had to. Funnily yeah. enough, the 98 Godzilla has the same ending as the new Super Mario Brothers movie. They bomb Madison Square Garden? Uh, no, it ends with like a little egg and it's like... Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, all right, all right. Sequel. <laughs> um, that, was so- that was pretty good. Yeah, so that's patreon.com slash Studios. Uh, but also just to plug another thing that I'm doing at the moment is mm-hmm. that I'm on Twitch now. <laughs> you young man. Yeah, I know, right? Like I said, sometimes it's like working with a rank amateur. Other times mm. it's like working mm. with a genuine celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, you can catch me every Thursday at 7pm AEST where I'm playing a tabletop role-playing game called Call of Cthulhu and I'm playing a driver called Irving Schroeder. And yeah, it's a role-playing game set in the 1920s and Eldritch Horror and like an mm. octopus is going to fucking fuck our shit up. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm doing it with, uh, listeners might know, Sean from Rolltocast mm. slash Media slash Shut Up and Take My Podcast. He's on it as well. That was a really good Irving Schroeder, by the way. <laughs> I sound just like this character I made up, isn't it? <laughs> it id. <laughs> uh, yeah, twitch.tv slash GM. Uh, guys, that about does it for the mm. Simpsons Index. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Elliot. That's been Danny Rosewell. I'm Danny Rosewell. That's been BT Calloway. At Sexy Hospital. We'll <laughs> teach you to shake Daddy's little money. <laughs> I've been Elliot Janiel. That's all the mustard in the house. But not in the hospital. The sexy hospital. <laughs> oh, slap your mustard so- all over me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. 
You can also check out our other shows, like Pulp Fury Radio, our scripted fiction podcast, which tells all original stories across a range of pulp genres, and Thrones of Game, where we review Game of Thrones in reverse order. Links to those podcasts and more will be available in the show notes. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes! Ladies, turn the lights down low. And then the lights went out and one of us was dead. What was that noise before? That was a hiccup. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ray makes that. Yeah. 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 They pause the pod. Play back. Go, go, go. And that was worth it. And we're back. <laughs> yeah. How about Wait. you, Danny Rosewell? What stands out to you for better or worse? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, um, um, ah. Uh, Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, look. One. 